Welcome to the EMJ podcast. I'm Ellen Weber, the editor of the Emergency Medicine Journal. And with me today, we have three guests, Anissa Jafar, James Chan, and Marie Broidet. They're all registrars in England and have taken the time to join me to talk about a new initiative that they've set up on global health. Uh, it's called the Global Emergency Care Collaborative. And I would like to talk to them a little bit about that and find out what this is about, why they did it, and what they think the role of emergency medicine is in global health. So let's start with Anissa. I think you are the brainchild of this. So maybe you can tell us what made you just come up with this idea. Thanks very much, Ellen. Um, I quite like the idea of being a brainchild. So I, uh, I'll take that one forward. So yeah, this, um, this really came about really through conversations with colleagues who had interests in, in global health from various different perspectives. Um, whether it was research, whether it was actually practicing um, in different international low resource settings, whether it was specifically doing humanitarian disaster response work, um, or even actually um, colleagues who had been doing work in the UK in what we still consider to be global health, whether it's working with um, refugees um, or asylum seekers. And lots of conversations had been had, and we just kind of realized that um, there was probably more that we could do in terms of bringing each other together, because each time we came together, somebody would have an idea, and somebody would think, actually, this is really useful, I'll connect with that, I'll join you on that. So after some time, we, we, we pulled together and made ourselves into something, um, obviously the wonderful name um, Gecko, which we love very much, managed to represent Global Emergency Care Collaborative. That took a little bit of time to, uh, to home. Um, but it was really just a platform and a way to bring us together in a more formal way so that other people, not just our, our immediate circle, could actually benefit and also provide benefit to these interests that we all had. Um, Arkham is, is becoming quite interested in global emergency medicine. And how does, how does your collaborative fit in with that? I'm really glad you asked that because we're, um, we're very interested in working with, and actually some of the members uh, who've been closely involved in developing Gecko events are actually part of the Global Emergency Medicine Committee. Um, I guess what, what we are is a much um, more open platform which can allow, I guess, some of the, the ideas that the Arkem Global Emergency Medicine Committee have to be able to move forward um, because we have access to perhaps a wider critical mass who can be more engaged because you know you can only have so many people involved in one of the college committees and there is only so much that can be moved forward with the number of people that are engaged and involved. Uh, we're, an, we're an allied uh, organisation um, very much to the Arkham Global Emergency Medicine Committee um, and I think we all have the same vision but obviously the, the, the mode in which we can deliver that is very very different um, so yeah we, we, we ideally will keep working together. And so tell me, uh, Marie, what do you expect to accomplish and, and how are you going about it? Um, what we're hoping to accomplish is to, um, to connect people um, and to respond to a need that's um, sort of identified by the community interested in global health and in emergency care. So we're there to fill a gap and not 
be a repeat of what's already out there because like we've already discussed there's all you know there's, there's a lot out there people are already involved in a lot of global health activities so so far we've uh, held uh, in-person and online events again centered around connecting people and connecting ideas as well as using it as an opportunity for the gecko organizing committee to or committee i call it committee uh, organizing group or, or or you know group of people to gauge what the community wants next um an online presence in the future um perhaps we'll see collaborations and interest gravitate towards certain geographical areas with sort of more specialized interests um so maybe local group gecko groups will form and emerge and connect to wider network that's one one possibility um and uh the archem so the the royal college of emergency medicine here in the uk um has a, a global uh, em strategy in place as well which which promotes global health activity um are, uh, you know for for its members and fellows across the country and um perhaps in the future um global emergency care fellowships will uh, will take root in in more and more places and that might also be an avenue for um the gecko to uh to promote uh, its activities and engage more people yeah I, I know we actually have an upcoming article on a survey of people interested in um global health in in archem which brings me to james james uh, maybe you can start answering this question. It may be more involved, but what what are we talking about when we're talking about global health? What kinds of projects? What kind are they? Are we talking about sending people to other countries, which may be more difficult now? Are we talking about taking care of people in our own country? It's a it, it's sort of for many people, it's a vague concept as to what and particularly what emergency medicine does um, and also there's all that uh, kind of a a little bit of a concern that people have that this is all about medical tourism so i'm wondering if you can tell us more precisely what kinds of uh, activities you're thinking this group could get involved in and um, how this works particularly right now with the need for things to be so virtual whether that's going to be a problem for people who want to go somewhere. So it's uh, thank you very much for letting me answer this complex question. Um, global health does mean a lot to uh, many different people. Um, with Gecko, this is specifically about emergency care. And there's been a recent recognition that the provision of good quality emergency care around the world is something which doesn't necessarily happen and, it, and it's actually big you know it's a, it's a very new specialty within uh, the UK and the, you know within the within the Western world so to speak um, in comparison to our physicians and surgical colleagues who have had a long history going back many centuries already um, the idea that we should be providing good quality timely care for people around the world is something which is a new concept to a lot of uh, a lot of our colleagues globally and we would like to see the vision that archem and the international federation of emergency medicine they have a, a similar vision to see 
good quality emergency care be a part of a a very fully functioning healthcare system uh, around the world. Um, We don't want to become a travel agency. So you mentioned in your question that there are concerns that medical tourism is a is a as a phenomenon is something that it throws up many ethical questions and it's it's definitely something that we set out to distance ourselves from from the get-go so some of the activities that we as a community already partake in include education and because of the opportunities afforded to us through zoom and through the wonders of the world wide web we can actually deliver education remotely and it's very much a way for people to avoid traveling overseas to actually have an impact in developing and supporting emergency care in uh, in countries where emergency care is still a a very a very young profession a very young uh, idea uh, the there are there is of course a role for people to travel overseas to help develop uh, emergency care and also to, d- to deliver humanitarian aid as well, uh, humanitarian medicine, which sits alongside the formal provision of emergency medical care. Yes, and that's actually one of my questions. So I'm, I, I actually have several, but one would be just to tell me a little bit of one of you, an example of an educational project that you're <clears throat> either thinking of doing or are doing and how that actually works. And with regard to particularly the contextual issues, how do we know we're teaching people emergency medicine that they can actually perform in their setting? A, a consultant colleague of mine, uh, Dr. Najib Rahman, is involved with Doctors Worldwide. Um, it's, not a, uh, it's not an organization that we have a formal link with, but they run a very unique program for Bangladeshi medical um, medical doctors in delivering care for refugees uh, which have been caught up in the Rohingya and Myanmar crisis. It's a program which has been developed in conjunction with Bangladeshi colleagues and also colleagues around the world to produce a curriculum that can be delivered in person in Bangladesh which responds to the needs that are being encountered within the camps at Cox's Bazaar. Uh, an example would be the need to develop urgent teaching on diphtheria uh, during a diphtheria outbreak there a couple of years ago. Um, that is an example of how a program could be developed, an educational program that could be developed to help address uh, specific needs in a humanitarian context, which in the in the context of a, a refugee camp is essentially emergency care. In in our experience, and just from connecting with other people with similar interests, um, people have to reinvent the wheel every time they want to do something because um, there's not many links between organisations, um, and there's you know you have to be in the know to somehow um, be able to. Uh, to be part of a particular project or the so connecting people and and just being a platform purely for that for now um is what um the the main aim of gecko is and we we don't want to be over ambitious um, and we don't want to repeat things that are already out there and um, and what we we, we, we found from 
um, colleagues who attended the events is actually there are people who want to feel like they can be involved in global health, but perhaps they felt the enormity of it and actually the association of it with humanitarian response, with um, you know going overseas, having six months to spare, getting involved in it in that way. And actually what we hope to do is to sort of open up that platform and say, yes, these are all aspects of global health, but actually there are many, many other areas where we can actually provide assistance where requested. One of the good examples of how the collaborative has been really useful um, in the past couple of months um, and it really did come about from the connections that we'd actually developed through Gecko was that the ARCHEM was approached by the African Federation of Emergency Medicine um, with a view to developing some research videos on the, on the specific top, topic of COVID um, and the relevance of some of the research to um, the sub-Saharan African setting and what we've been able to do is actually pull people together from the gecko community to help develop these research videos which are imminently due to come out and um, but also work with colleagues in sub-saharan africa to provide um sense checking of the work that we've done so it was a way of providing assistance but also working with the community for whom this work will actually be relevant and it probably wouldn't have been quite as um, possible without Gecko being in existence because we knew of each other, we knew of wider groups of people who had the, um, the capacity, but also the interest and research expertise to be able to deliver these things. So you're a resource for people to come to you from these other places as well as, and I think that's a really good model because I think that's, you know, one of my concerns has always been, and, and I, and I am a convert now to, to uh, quote, global emergency medicine, having spent a number of months uh, teaching in Tanzania, is that we don't impose ourselves, that people tell us what they need and we fulfill that need, as opposed to telling people what they should be doing. And it sounds like your group can do that. Um, who's in the collaborative and how does one join? Uh, so, we don't have a formal membership where you subscribe with a fee. Um, so far, we have a membership list which has which essentially consists of people who have signed up to our events. We've had one online conference uh, and one in-person conference uh, before we were uh, we were faced with this pandemic. So it's quite loose who is involved in a collaborative, who who we collaborate with. Um, but so far we've had mostly medical doctors who have come to our conferences, but we have had a lot of interest from nursing staff and allied healthcare professionals, um, which is specifically very important for what we set out to do as there is a shortage of emergency doctors uh, in, in, for example, across sub-Saharan Africa, um, where a lot of emergency care is actually delivered by clinical assistants or clinical officers and by nursing staff um, and, and, and many of the important and useful uh, emergency care solutions that we have on hand would, are actually nursing solutions, for example, through the use of triage and effective triage. Um, we are hoping to expand the numbers of people who are involved with our collaborative, who are not from a medical background. Um, and one of the unique selling points, I guess, of, and it will be interesting to see how we manage it going forward, is this idea that there isn't a fixed committee um, with a view that actually we don't want this, this platform to burn itself out. We want 
people to feel like they can join, take the lead in various areas um, to bring their expertise, to actually bring their projects to us so that it doesn't feel as though it's just one very strict and um, ordered focus of, 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 um, of interest. And we feel as though the humanitarian space is probably already filled with very top-down um, directive um, organizations and we want to try to book that trend a little bit and be horizontal in our membership if you like which then perhaps reflects that the work we end up doing is similarly horizontal um, and works to need as opposed to desire. I think that's very interesting Elisa how, uh, how you describe that and I think Marie touched on this earlier where right now Gecko is distributed across the country and it's uh, I suppose a handful of people who have been involved in organizing the events and you could say that we are all each already involved in global health related activities outside of Gecko. Um, in time we hope that we can develop more local geckos I suppose as more and more people may be interested and engaged in global emergency care but right now to maintain that critical mass of of people to allow us the time and the energy to create something from it we have to operate across a sort of uh, more national scale um, we hope that our events can connect people up and engage them more so that we can develop a, a, the, the subspecialty of global emergency medicine, which is one of the, the aims of the Royal College of Emergency Medicine in the UK. To, to add to that, um, just to openly invite people to also be part of the Gecko organising group, having more people involved when they want to and when they can be involved. So speaking of that, um, how does one sign up, show interest, get in touch with you, um, join? So we have, um, at the moment, our online presence is probably very limited to Twitter. Um, our Twitter handle, if I can remember it, is at Gecko UK. And we have an email address, um, which it's contactgecko at gmail.com. And that's Gecko, uh, spelled G-E-C-C-O. Thank you. And you can read more about this collaborative and find that information on the EMJ blog online. Um, there'll also, as I've said, be a uh, paper coming out soon about the Royal College's interest in global emergency medicine. And do also read our View From Here papers, including the one that uh, was written uh, about the refugee camp that was re referenced earlier, as well as many other review firms here, which often do talk about how you learn and contribute to global emergency medicine. I want to thank all of my guests today and uh, wish you best of luck in this great idea of a collaborative. And I'm looking forward to seeing more from you. Thank you very much, Ellen. Thank you, Ellen. Thanks.